Who wants to know three ways to eat your heart out to supersize and grow your business? Sharon Horn-Elstrom here, and I feel uniquely qualified to talk about this particular idiom. This idiom, of course, has been around four centuries since the times of the ancient Greek when the poet Homer used it in his epic poem, The Odyssey. And it, of course, means to be so unhappy, so distraught, so to feel so devastated or overwhelmed by a hopeless situation that you literally make yourself sick or you're making yourself with sick with worry or doubt or fear and you are eating yourself well, eating your heart out eating and eating or not eating it's got nothing to do with eating it's got to do with how you feel for a long time since the time of the ancient Greeks people have believed that the center of our human feelings is actually our heart Things like being heartbroken or have a heart of gold all indicate that we focus on and believe that our feelings come from our heart. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Scientifically, they'd have to prove it. I think it's a combination of our beliefs and our thoughts and our, and our emotions all are ingrained in all of ourselves, but that's a topic for another day. So Sidney's been around for a really long time, and it means literally to be so distraught, so worried, so upset about something that you make yourself sick or weak because you're in a situation and it looks hopeless. Now, about a decade ago now, I found myself in a situation that I obviously thought was hopeless and I literally uh, ate my heart out. I was, I was so worried about this. On the surface, everything looked fine. I was running multiple businesses. I was married, raising two teenagers and running through my life like a chicken with my head cut off, literally. And found out that my husband had a girlfriend and that set into motion a tumbling effect of um, massive brokenheartedness in addition to knowing that my relationship was over my primary relationship and was going to break up my family we had at least a hand we had six or so businesses together at the time and so I knew not only emotionally relationships but financially that everything was going to change and basically that my whole life was going to blow up and on the surface I didn't really show it but underneath obviously I was thinking about all of this and I was worried and I was doubting it and on September 7th of 2010 I literally had a broken heart syndrome sudden cardiac arrest and and dropped dead um, in one of our businesses lucky for me I was cutting through after a city council meeting and the bartender knew CPR so he helped me out until the first responders could get there and then you know they jump-started my heart put me in a coma you know, I was in a coma um, froze me I guess for a week or so kept me in the coma and then woke me up and I woke up to my heart wasn't broken anymore but I had to face up to massive changes in in every area and every aspect of my life and you know looking back now it's probably the best thing that ever happened to me because it allowed me the opportunity to focus and really set my own priorities probably for the first time in my life I don't know about you but when I was younger I I did a lot of my living vicariously through what I thought I should do not necessarily what was best or felt right for me and so the last 10 years I've had the gift of being able to do what I want when I want where I want with whomever I want and that has created a tremendous light and a tremendous life for me and those I love and care about I I just think that it's interesting prior to having a sudden cardiac arrest broken heart syndrome I hadn't really ever heard of it and so after that event happened I went of course on a journey to discover and figure out 
what did it mean, where did it come from, what was the prognosis, how did this and why did this happen to me? And as part of that, I discovered that eating your heart out or broken heart syndrome can be really, really good for business because it has us focus on three things. Number one, we think about what we really want, we set our priorities and we set up our business and a movement and a concern that is gonna make the world a better place, that's gonna actually be of value to people, solving problems, really solving problems for them, really creating something that benefits people in the world. And when you create a movement, when you create something that people are attracted to, great things happen. Now, I, I was thinking about this and kind of laughing this morning because I used to make, I made Italian food for like 35 years. And you think about, well, why would people care about Italian food? Why would that be a movement? But we literally had customers that loved our products so much that I had to ship it all across the country on dry ice. And they would pay three times more for the shipping than the actual product cost itself. That's how much they liked it. And when you have customers and you have products and services that touch their heart so much and they have fond memories attached to it and they say I have to have this for Christmas or my daughter's graduation or for my wedding because it meant so much to me growing up. When you touch your customer's heart like that they will do almost anything and they will be lifelong customers. You're creating customers for life. When you give them products and services that they get attached to emotionally they gotta have them and they will literally almost eat their heart out. They will pay triple to or you know quadruple to get the product in their hands than they would normally have to pay because they want it to be a part of their life. So creating products and services that solve people's problems and really serve them and touch them emotionally is one of the best, fastest, easiest ways to ensure that your customers will eat their heart out for your product and, and be lifelong customers. When you, um, when negative things happen and they do. I mean, I don't know if, you, if you're building a business, you kind of snicker with me because something's always happening. Change is always happening. Change is inevitable. And instead of letting it make you sick, like I let it make me sick and almost kill me and take me out of the game forever, we need to find positive, proactive ways of not letting things eat our heart out. We want to be in control and always know that we have the ability to decide and choose how we react and how we feel about any given situation. So when the little problems and things come up in our life, we, we look for the solutions. We focus on what we can do, not on what we can't do. And then I say we want our competition to eat their hearts out because that's our third way. We want to know that and we want them to know that we are serving our people so well that there is no way they will ever come to them for, for their solutions because we're doing such a great job taking care of and our customers absolutely love and adore and are delighted with how we interact with them, the experiences they have with us. And the competition can't touch that because when you're, you're being yourself, when you're doing you, when you're serving your people to the best of your ability, you don't have any. So eat your heart out. Love to know your experience with this idiom, this expression, if you've heard it, if you've used it. I guarantee I've told you know people to eat their heart out before and not in a negative or cocky way, but just in a way that, hey, this is something that we're doing and it's awesome and it's got nothing to do with you. So if you're jealous, go ahead and find your thing. Don't worry about copying ours. Have an awesome day. I'll be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it in your business today? Take care. Bye.